One of the more memorable experiences I have from high school is the experience of pep rallies. All the school colors were out in force, we were all wearing them, and there was very likely a band playing, lots of cheerful, upbeat music. And then you had colorful personalities that would walk out into the middle of the gymnasium floor with a microphone and try to pump us up. And I remember one little chant that we did at times where they would divide the gymnasium into two sides and one side would say, we've got spirit, yes we do, we've got spirit, how about you? And then the other side would answer the same thing. And of course we see that continue later in our lives, at college games, during holidays, during special events. And you can really feel a spirit at those times. But there is a problem. And the problem is that our understanding of spirit is mainly or only emotional. I have a dear friend who's an Orthodox priest who became Orthodox from the Pentecostal tradition, and he says in his characteristic wit that the problem he had when he was a Pentecostal is that he had fire, but no fireplace, and the fire would always burn down his house. And so we see how important right theology is about the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I am going to teach you, rather than preach at you, a little bit of what we know about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity. The Holy Spirit is God. And we believe that at our baptism, we receive a deposit of the grace of the Holy Spirit. It's given to us at baptism, and it can never be taken away from us. But if we want to experience more of the Holy Spirit, then the church teaches us that we have to do a couple of things. And the most important of those things is to cleanse ourselves. And it's very helpful that we have so many images of both water and fire which are both purifying and cleansing agents that are associated with the Holy Spirit. So how do we cleanse ourselves? There are two ways that are probably more important than all of the other ways. The first one is by living a life of repentance, going to confession as frequently as we are able to. And the second one, as I mentioned last week, quoting from St. Isaac the Syrian, is to keep the commandments. Because we learn from St. Isaac that the commandments are given to us to purify us, to make us healthy in our souls. And we said that God will not dwell where sin is. And that's why we have to purify ourselves. That's why we have to cleanse ourselves. If we want to experience more of the Holy Spirit, that's what we must do. So, how do we know? How do we know that we have the Holy Spirit? Well, we know by faith that we received a deposit of grace at baptism, but 
to make a very crude analogy, it only took $5 for me to open my bank account at the credit union. I'm not quite satisfied with just $5 being in that account, I'll be honest with you. Are you satisfied with just the deposit of grace of the Holy Spirit that you received at your baptism? Or do you want more? So how do we know? Because we are people with feelings, and feelings are important to us as an indicator of the presence of God. I'm not discounting feelings. But there's another feeling that we should have if we are really, truly experiencing the Holy Spirit. It's not just the feelings of joy and peace and light, but the other thing we learn from the experience of the saints, the other feeling that you have is a feeling of unworthiness, humility, that you would be granted that experience of the Holy Spirit. And so if you're feeling both of those, if you're feeling your unworthiness as well as the love and the peace and the joy and the light of God, then maybe you are experiencing the grace of the Holy Spirit. And then, of course, the other litmus test is unity, as we have learned from the gospel, from the words of Christ. So I'll leave you, brothers and sisters, in the hopes that this has been a helpful bit of teaching with a vision for not only yourselves, but for everyone who has contact with you. We heard in the gospel passage today, Jesus say, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. And that's what's possible for us brothers and sisters who are thirsting for God, not only will he give us a drink of his Holy Spirit, but rivers of living water will flow out of us to refresh the entire world around us. And so I finish with the famous saying of St. Seraphim of Sarov, acquire the Holy Spirit and thousands around you will find their salvation.